Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to another Arsblog Arscast in association with OleOle.com. For your Copa America coverage, click on to www.OleOle.com. And coming up on this show, uh, me in pain after playing football this evening. And, well, not so much playing football as having to run and sprint and do training and things. I only really like the playing football bit. I'm not so much into the sprinting around the cones and lying on the ground and all that running around, non-stop running. That's why I'm a defender, you see, because you run a little bit and then you can stop. (sighs) Anyway, I did something to my calf. Not that that is going to influence the ice cast in any way. Um, anyway, uh, on today's show, uh, a, a blog chat uh, with good play in which we discuss transfers and the way that Arsenal do their transfers. Um, the man in the bar may or may not be here. I'm not quite sure yet at this stage. Um, uh, David O'Leary is here. Um, and there's a couple of other bits and pieces between now uh, and the end as well. So, what's happened since the last Arscast? Well, um, we've been waiting all week for the signing of Bakary Sanya, and it came yesterday afternoon. The usual uh, long-term deal for an undisclosed fee, believed to be in the region of around £7 million, um, to Auxerre. And uh, he's coming, I think, to be our new right-back, from what he said on the uh, Arsenal website. Um, He believes that that's where he's most comfortable, even though Arsene Wenger did his usual thing of of uh, saying uh, he can play in defence or he can play in midfield or he's very adaptable. You know, at, at some point we're going to sign a player and Arsene will say, yeah, he's, you know, he's a good defender, but also yeah, I like the way he can play in midfield or as a striker or indeed as a keeper. And, and he can be kit man as well uh, if he's a substitute and he's a physio too. He'll just get somebody who can do everything, this kind of... You know, like one of those pens you used to get and it had like a red, a green, a black and a blue? Sort of like that, but a footballer, if if that makes any sense. Anyway, he arrived and, um, yeah, he's got funny hair, doesn't he? So um, hopefully someone can have a word with him about that. But um, it looks like... Um, it, well, it looks like it's curtains for one of Ibuwe or or Hoyt. You would have to think, unless Hoyt is going to be used as cover for, uh, for the left hand side. Uh, but if this guy's coming in as first choice right back, um, people talk about Ibuwe moving to the right hand side of midfield, and I suppose that is an option. But I think we need more there. We need better quality than, uh, than Ibuwe, um, who's more naturally uh, a fullback and not a particularly good one. So we'll see what happens with that. It's an interesting signing. Um. The, the two signings that Arsene have made, or has made, if I can 
uh, learn how to speak properly, um, are interesting in the sense that we don't quite know where Eduardo is going to play, and Sanya came when we already had two right-backs. So um, there's still a couple of gaps to be filled, I think, um, and I hope we'll see more um, coming in in the next few weeks, but we'll just have to wait and see, and as usual, we won't know anything about it until it happens, apart from the Sanya thing, which we've known about for ages. I wish they would be consistent, anyway. Um, Freddie looks like he's on his way out. Um, Fiorentina were in town, had to try and do a deal. Freddie's wages, which are uh, £70,000 a week, uh, were a bit of a problem for the Italian club, and they were trying to get uh, sponsors and all that kind of stuff uh, to try and uh, bump up the deal that they could offer Freddie. Sven Joran Eriksson is now in at Manchester City, and he's apparently come in with a £6 million bid. Um, I have to say, Freddie's always been a favourite, but £6 million and £70,000 off your wage bill every week. It's good business um, for a guy that really hasn't uh, delivered the way he did in previous years. Um, when you think about the Henri sale, and if Freddie goes, that's 170,000 or 170,000 pounds off the wage bill every week, which I think, do my maths, is around 8 million pounds a year, something like that anyway. So that probably gives Arsene a bit more money to play around with, or... It could be, you know, that we're paying Fat Tony, the Italian guy, that we borrowed the money off for the Grove. We could be just, you know, paying him that money directly now. Because, you know, otherwise, legs are going to get broken and shit. Anyway, there was uh, Bern Schuster, made manager of Real Madrid, and the very first thing he did as manager of Real Madrid was say that uh, he wanted to buy Sesc. It was like, uh, Bern, uh, how do you feel about your new job as manager of Real Madrid? I'd like to buy Sesc Fabregas. And what do you think about the players you have here? How are you going to change the formation for next season? Did I mention I wanted to buy Cesc Fabregas? So Real Madrid wants Cesc Fabregas, and that, I suppose, is something we're going to have to contend with in the weeks to come, unless, of course, it gets knocked on the head uh, very, very quickly and uh, firmly, and I hope it does. Um, now, uh, yesterday I spoke to Good Player uh, from goodplayer.com about transfers and stuff like that, so uh, here it is. Now on the Arscast, it's time to welcome back Good Player from GoodPlayer.com. Hello to you, sir. Hello to you, sir. Transfers. We'll talk about transfers because uh, people are anxious and I, I'm remaining calm about the whole transfer thing. Um, we've made two in, in the last little while, Eduardo da Silva and uh, today, or yesterday indeed, Bakary Sanya was, was announced as an Arsenal player. Um, there's still work to do, though, isn't there? Because you look at um, Henri is gone. Freddie looks like he's going to be leaving. Reyes won't be coming back. And issues that we had, let's say, with the depth of the squad haven't yet been addressed. No, this is true. But I think there seems to be a lot of people who seem to think that Wenger has to conduct his, transfer, his summer transfer business according to their own personal schedule of what is right, <laughs> which I, I, I just don't quite understand myself. We have until um, August the 31st. We saw what happened last year that Gallas and Baptista didn't arrive right until the end. And the simple fact is that these, these things are a lot more complicated than buying a player and championship manager, I'm afraid. And, you know, things happen at different times. And what is quite obvious is that we've signed three players, um, including the goalkeeper, and it's only mid-July now. Um, Wenger's not sitting on his hands doing nothing. Um, the whole thing that he said about signing one or two super players, blah, blah, blah. Again, it was the usual stuff that he did before the... Uh, 
Adebayor, Walcott and Diaby triple whammy where he said, at most we'll sign one player. It means absolutely nothing. It's just the stuff he has to say. Um, and Wenger and Arsenal don't talk about transfers and they're getting on with it. And I'm, I'm, I don't particularly understand all these people who, who seem to think that just because Man U bought two players at the beginning of the summer, we have to do that as well. Yeah, we, we had a look at the... The Silva deal, and that was uh, an illustration of, of how Arsenal like to do business, uh, transfer out of nothing a player that wasn't linked in the papers. And while the fans do like to know what's going on, uh, isn't it better for the club to do things um, as quietly and as efficiently as possible, the constant uh, press stories and, and, uh, and speculation does or can hamper a deal? Of course it is. The club, the club has got absolutely no interest whatsoever in having anything talked about until it's until it's done. On the very rare occasions that they do, you know, they'll they'll as they see fit, they'll drop a little thing. Wenger might drop a little uh gem, a little nugget into one of his press conferences. But of, of course it makes we all know that in any form of business you want to do things in private and I I think that's that's perfectly they're perfectly entitled to do it. And indeed I'm glad they do do it. The last thing I'd want is a kind of Peter Ridsdale style club. Um, you know where everything's bigged up and talked about, and almost the fact that he spent twice as much as on a player as he's actually worth is somehow counted as a good thing. So uh, I'm completely with the club on this one, I'm afraid. Um, okay, well that's that's the way the club are doing business, and that's the way we're going to have to get used to the club doing business, no matter how many blogs and commenters on blogs c- complain about things. Um, but looking at the squad, just going back to that very briefly, when we talk about Henri leaving, Freddie looks like he's going to leave, and it looks like we could get some decent money for him. Uh, Reyes is leaving. Is the issue to be addressed the the, the wide midfield uh, areas of the team? Yes, I think so. I think they are an issue that matters in that last season, if you look at the three players now that we have left, if you actually look at all the wide midfielders, none of them were really up to it last season. The, close, the one who was closest to it was Riziki and and I suppose Walcott before he got injured. But other than that, we didn't really have anyone who's good enough. And I, I've said on my blog, I think you need every title winning side. They don't necessarily need a 30-goal striker, but what they often do need is a 15-goal midfielder. And if you look at Robert Perez, you look at Joe Cole... The year before for Chelsea, you look at uh, Ian Robin, you look at Cristiano Ronaldo last season. That, to me, seems to be a constant running through all of these sides. And you look at our squad at the moment, Alex Clad is unlikely to score 15 goals in the whole rest of his career, let alone next season. <laughs> um, and maybe, maybe Walcott will get 15 goals, but you don't know. So that, yes, it's a worry for me. Okay, well, what do you make of the idea, and it's something I put forward on the Arscast, because it really is only an idea, but just looking at the way the guy finished, that possibly De Silva might fit into that left-hand side of midfield role, and we might bring in another striker. Well, I think, I, I don't know, you could well be right about the Silva player now, it's, it's always hard to tell, and I mean, people have speculated about Robin Van Persie kind of playing on the wings for ages, and it, it hasn't really happened. But as far as bringing in another striker, I think it's highly likely Arsene Wenger, up until, well, for the first eight or nine years of his reign, he was, you know, he couldn't have too many strikers. You, we went into one season with uh, Henri Bergkamp, Carney, Wilfield and Jeffers um, all playing up front. And then you had various options, including Jumberger's go up there and Pires, etc. Um, Arsene Wenger loves having attacking players. He just can't get enough of them. And I, I'd be very surprised if we didn't buy a fourth striker. If you look at last season, we had Henri, Van Persie, Adebayo and Baptista. Um, this season, we've got Henri, Van Persie, sorry, we don't have Henri. No, we don't. Uh, <laughs> no, I'd better get used to that. Um, Henri, Adebayo, Eduardo, and then 
Bentner, you know, Bentner's kind of a bit in the Aladier role, kind of unproven. I'd be surprised. It'd be the least experienced uh, and the weakest strike force Arsenal has ever gone into a season with. And I'd be surprised if he didn't at least try to sign someone um, before the transfer deadline. Moving away from that very briefly, William Gallas, I just want to touch on briefly. Uh, what what do you make of the comments that he made this week? Um, you know about having a meeting with the club, about you know meeting with the board, meeting with Arsene Wenger. Um, my opinion, they were completely and utterly unnecessary, based on the fact that he hadn't yet spoken to Arsene Wenger about uh, the the season ahead and the players that might be coming in. Um, his mouth is a problem, I think. Yes, yes, I think it's quite funny. We're discussing this on the day that the paperback version of the world's. Uh, greatest selling autobiography has uh, hit the shops and that means Ashley Cole's my defence and of course Gallas was the guy who came in instead of Cole and I I thought Wenger got a very good deal there but we all know that Wenger when he looks for players he spends normally he spends a year or two really looking into a psychological profile how they'll fit etc 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 now they don't all work let's be honest here uh, Reyes being an example but I, I just felt with Gallas in a way that we kind of it was a bit of almost a bit of championship manager business and it was good championship manager business in that we got um we got we got a good defender really but but you know, we he kind of came with Chelsea fans saying that he was a bit of a, a twat really and, and and a guy who managed to start a fight in a dressing room where they just won back to back league titles. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Their first title for sixty years. You know, you you've got to be making quite an effort to do that. I think his comments this week were completely out of order you know there was no it's not even like they've been twisted I mean you, you and I have both seen them uh, we've all seen them um, those of us who can read a bit of French can see that they weren't out of context he, you know he didn't in the, in the previous sentence uh, say how brilliant everything was you know it's a very very deliberate I mean it's an interview of your own website is always a bizarre thing it's a bit like Arsenal.com breaking exclusives about the club it's just it just doesn't really make sense <laughs> at all and uh, so in a way he was almost interviewing himself um, and he clearly, you know, he has, he has editorial control over that website. He knew exactly what he was saying. 
And it was it was just a pathetic thing to say, frankly. Yeah, I think he likes talking about himself uh, in the third person. Um, well, good, good player. Good player has always said that that's a terrible thing to do. <laughs> Our blogger agrees with you, I have to say. And um, <laughs> yes, I was just going to say, I'm sure a good player would be pleased. Glad to hear that he's got support on that. Well, I think we probably run that joke a little bit too yeah, far. Yeah, we, we killed so. it. We killed it. All right, but not to worry. We'll wait and see what Gallus does on the pitch. If his talking on the pitch can match his talking off it, and we'll talk to you soon on another Arsecast. Lovely. Take Cheers. care. Bye. And that was, and my thanks to a Good Player from GoodPlayer.com, who um, managed to get parked beside an ice cream truck while we were doing that. And in the middle of it, he set off his siren or whatever the things they, what do they call them on an ice cream truck? Um, klaxons or his, his luring sirens call to little children to come from miles around to his van. I never actually thought about it like that before. And it's all a bit disturbing for me. Um, you will notice if you're subscribed to the Arsecast uh, via iTunes uh, that when you download it or when you go to the iTunes store or whatever the hell how you do it, um, there's a little logo, um, which was um, a picture that I took the last time I was over at a game. It was a picture of the, uh, the, the, the Arsenal logo on the side of the stadium. And I had just that in the middle. And then I got a complaint during the week from Apple who said that um, Arsenal Football Club, along with another company who look after this sort of thing um, for big companies, uh, made the complaint to Apple that copyrighted or trademarked material was being used, which is fair enough because, you know, um, that's it. That's the rules. I just sort of never thought about it because it was my own picture. So you'll notice that there's a brand new little Arsblog, Arscast logo if you download it, or the old one might still be there. But there is a new one coming. I bet most people now are going, there is a logo? Anyway, now this. Welcome to the Arsblog Educational Channel. And now, how to cope with difficult situations with David O'Leary. David O'Leary here again on the Arscast, as we say, and uh, as we say previously, uh, we've covered topics which have stopped your head being melted, as it were. We've done a bit of self-help work, a bit of confidence work. This week we have a letter, and the letter comes from John, and uh, this is what John says. He says, uh, Dear David O'Leary, I'm very much enjoying your uh, new slot on the Arscast, uh, certainly, whatever it is that you are being paid is not enough due to the incredible benefit I am getting from your bits on the Arscast, which I am in not in any way making up, uh, as we say now, uh, on the spot. But my question to you uh, is, you've covered grief and, as we say, you've covered joy. But what about those times in the middle when it's all boring? And a bit grey. And as we say, uh, there's nothing happening. How, David O'Leary, are we supposed to feel then? As a token of my appreciation, I have included an Optimus Prime t-shirt in there for you. Hope you'll wear it with pride. Uh, that, as we say, is from John in Chiswick. Well, John, uh, thanks very much for your letter. But the t-shirt, I have to say, as I say, uh, doesn't fit. It says quite clearly on the label, age four to seven not age 47 as we say but thanks for the the thought anyway well john as we say what you have to do 
in a situation like this is decide how it is that you want to feel. Do you want to be happy? Do you want to be sad? A little bit nervous? Or perhaps horny? And go out and do something, as I say, that will bring about uh, that emotion. For example, if you are horny, you could uh, go out and volunteer for a soup kitchen, as I say, and, and put a tub of industrial strength laxative into the old carrot and coriander and then spend hours just laughing to yourself uh, as the homeless and, and poor people as I say uh, shit their pants uh, for hours at a time <laughs> oh god that really as I say uh, gets me hard uh, as well as that you could do uh, as I say uh, like the Spanish do and uh, when they're feeling a little bit uh, bland or emotionless they just go to as I say the top of a church tower and, and throw a goat to its death at the bottom and that should uh, sort you out and uh, if you're looking for as I say a reasonably priced goat uh, then just email me David O'Leary at arsblog dot as I say com that was David O'Leary dishing up good advice as always Um, one man who won't be here this week unfortunately is the man in the bar I've been hanging on for him but uh, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. I went down to the bar a couple of times this week. He just wasn't there. I think one of them died, you see. There's about six or seven of them that take up this one end of the bar. They all sit around the bar. And there were 15 at one stage, but time hasn't been good to them. Now there's only six. Soon that lucky corner at the bar will be mine. Then we'll see. Uh, but he's not there. Um, yeah, so we'll just have to wait until next week uh, for another player history. My apologies about that. On the upside, though, we do have a game of football tomorrow. Um, Arsenal against Barnet, uh, which is uh, traditionally a, a decent fixture, a chance to get a, a look at some of the new guys. Uh, maybe we'll see Fabianski, maybe we'll see Da Silva. And it'll be really, really interesting um, to see where he plays Da Silva. Or Eduardo. Do we call him Eduardo or, or just De Silva? Eduardo. We call him Eduardo because that's what's on his shirt. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he plays him because he might play him down the left-hand side of midfield, which if he does, um, then it might suggest that a striker uh, is coming in. If you see he's Eduardo as a striker, then maybe not. Maybe not. Um, maybe he'll think that Van Persie, Eduardo... Adibayor and Bentner with Walcott to, to fill in is enough, but I don't know. Hmm. Even then, it's not really enough, but we'll see. But it'll be interesting to see Ed, uh, Eduardo and see how he plays and how he looks in the shirt. Maybe we'll see Sanya as well, um, and Fabianski, and possibly that other guy that we signed, um, the Norwegian kid, fella, Harvard Nordvite or something. So, yeah, maybe he'll get a run out too. But the boys have been back in training and I'm sure have been uh, enjoying themselves, uh, getting fitness under their belts. I can tell you it feels good to run around and run up and down cones and things. Nah, it really, really doesn't, I have to say. Hello, I am the business of William Gallas. And this week I'm going to talk about... I think you said rather enough. For one week, penis of William Gallas. He, he did have a lovely holiday, though, he said on his website. Which is nice to hear, really, isn't it? Because who are we at the end of the day to begrudge a man who works so hard? A nice holiday. 
And if William Gallus had a wonderful holiday, then, despite my reservations about him as a, a player and a person, then I'm happy. I, I am, I am, honestly. You see Gunner Blog got a new logo as well? You should check that out, gunnerblog.com. Uh, I showed it to Blogette, who's turning 16 this week. <laughs> 16? This is bad. I don't quite know how, uh, but I just sense that it is. Anyway, I showed it to her, and she's rocking back and forward in her room. Can't sleep, clowns will eat me. Can't sleep, clowns will eat me. Nah, it's very good. I like it. It's snazzy. The young Elvis Van Persie is rather dashing, I think. You'll have gathered there isn't very much else to talk about at the moment. Um, you see. Now it's time for the Poetry Corner with Tierney Adams, a remarkable man like Picasso and also Dali before him. He was engaged for many years in a sort of mental buggery, but now he writes poems for Asblog. Hello everybody, this is Tony Adams with my very own Poetry Corner and poems that I have written all by myself. Today's poem is called Ode to Transfers and it goes like this. Oh, Arsene you've got plenty of Wonga. Why won't you spend a penny or two? on a player so we can win the Liga and then we can go to Riga that's in Latvia you know only because it rhymes I'll be back with more poems next week thank you very much tears are streaming down my face at the sheer beauty of that piece of rhythmic stanzarific Iambic pentamatized whatever. So, anyway, last week I mentioned that there may not be an Arscast next week, which is wrong. There will indeed be an Arscast next week, but there won't be an Arscast the week after that. But then there will be an Arscast the week after that again. So, that's it. That's really all the information that you need. Um, and as well as that, there is nothing left uh, to talk about tonight, so I'm not a man to sit around and idly waffle when I could put my time to good use. Um, at quarter to twelve on Thursday night, that use involves sleeping, and then waking up tomorrow morning and having an enormous wee, and then doing it all over again. So, until next week's Arscast, which is the Arscast before the week when there isn't an Arscast, um, I'll talk to you then. Have yourselves a good week. Talk to you on the blog. Bye. Team is more than one person. There's no I in team, apart from if you spell it wrong and it's T I M. 
But for me, it's a big problem, uh, Thierry Henry leaving, because who will I dance with? Now, I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet, I've got no rhythm. No, it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. She should know better than to cheat a friend. To waste the chance that I've been given. No, I'm never gonna dance again. No way I dance with you. <laughs> oh. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 